You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Oh yeah, hello and welcome to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. He's Dave. I'm Casey. I did that right. I said to talk a little <laughs> fantasy. Dave, what do you think about that, bro? Casey, can you live this fantasy life? Dave, it's not reality. It's just a fantasy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to get it going for the peoples out there. This is just a little taste and a little moosh-boosh of what you will get in the full-length trend zone. But we're going to get all you degenerates set up for fantasy success but we're going to start it in the survival three strikes pool dave how'd you do bro dude i'm still clean no strikes against me i had miami over the giants took care of business there nice i uh i missed a couple weeks ago i picked my cowboys to beat the cardinals but last week i took the fish over the g-man easy money baby no stress at all yeah, that was, in fact, the most popular correct pick at over 42%. Casey, most popular incorrect pick. And what were these people thinking? Washington over Chicago, man. I mean, that's kind of a – that was a toss-up, in my opinion, to go survival on. Wow. But yeah. a lot of people got burned on that, over 7%. Oh, sizzle by. We'll pour one out for the homies. And, Dave, moving into next week, the most popular – pick not for us but is the dolphins <laughs> over the carolina panthers almost 28 percent of the people dave what are you feeling going into week six right now i'm leaning towards buffalo over the giants the giants seemingly not putting up much of a fight so <laughs> <laughs> and buffalo has been rolling let's say yeah except for last I, week yeah <laughs> but other than that glad i didn't pick them last week the week well, before and- though yeah, last time they played a team from New York, they lost that game. So are they oh. on upset alert? I highly doubt it. And uh, I'm looking at – it's early, but I'm thinking about those Chiefs over the Broncos on Thursday night. All right, David, it's time for our go-back fantasy starts of the week. If you could go back in time, make a little switcheroo on your fantasy lineup to try to get that dub and win that money, could you, would you, should you? Casey, I got two W's in both my R League and my other league. In my other league, though, I could have benched Henry, an illogical move for McLaughlin for Denver, the running back. And that would in the arms me, of an angel? Yeah, it would have given me 8.7 more points. I would have had the top score in the entire league. Instead, I came with a second in the no money league, anyways. Oh, damn. Yeah, Dave, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't a good week for the Foul Boys. I almost got doubled up by the Purple Sabbath. They won 160 to 82. And Dave, how rude is this from NFL.com? Powered by a pair of Chicago Bears, Purple Sabbath humiliates Foul Boys. What kind of bullshit is that? (laughs) They they said that? Personal. It felt personal. They can say that? I know, man. But he had Justin Fields. And um, he had DJ Moore and he had the San Francisco defense. So he could have just played three. He actually could have just played two and still stomped me. Um, there was nothing oh, wow. I could have done about it. But check this out, Dave. Not only that, I am uh, the highest scoring team in the league at 601.58 points. And I also have the worst defense in the league at 600.94 points. So. Nice. 
Cowboys <laughs> not playing any defense, dude. Got to figure it out. But it is a long season, and That's I right. got dominated. So why don't we go ahead and look at some total fantasy domination don't say anything about the foul boys but give me a quarterback yeah well you mentioned him already justin fields oh. for the purple sabbath i specifically then, said don't dude. <laughs> sorry he experienced it firsthand as he had 282 yards four pass tds 57 rush yards on top of that phenomenal performance for justin fields yeah crazy dude oh this guy sounds um french how european travis etienne <laughs> all the way over in london town baby for the cookie monsters 136 rush yards two rushing tds 48 receiving yards and a two-point conversion as long yeah, as it's about- not about what don't what no, tell me no, no i was moving on to the next player oh oh this guy dj Moore for the oh, purple sabbath thanks dave Woo! Sorry about that. Uh, I guess it's hitting home this week. KC was uh, a recipient of 230 receiving yards and three receiving touchdowns in the Purple Sabbath's absolute humiliation. (laughs) Well, at least the next player, there's no way they can hurt me personally. Oh, wait, George Kittle of the 49ers stomping all over my Cowboys for the bang, dang, ow, 67 receiving yards. That doesn't sound like a lot. Oh, wow. three touchdowns. That is a lot. <laughs> wow. First three uh, touchdowns of the year for Kittle, and he stacked them all in that one game. I appreciate that. And he had the nice little undershirt that he wore, too. Good job, George Kittle. <laughs> all right, Dave, we run our league through NFL.com. 12 teams, non-PPR, non-flex, three wides, two running backs, six points for a touchdown by the quarterback, as it should be. Only five bench spots squirming, churning, trying to get some people up on that roster. Some hard cuts got to be made. Yep. And Dave, this week is the buys, but go ahead and tell the people about the waiver. How does that work? Yeah. Well, speaking of the buys, I had four buys on my team last week in both leagues. Anyways, Casey, I digress. Talking about our waiver wire, which is a really good way of doing it, folks. It's called move to last after claim, never reset. What that means is if you make a successful waiver claim during a given week, you are then reset to the lowest priority moving forward. But if you decide not to take a waiver claim in a given week, then your waiver position goes up. So sometimes it's strategically advantageous to go ahead and wait, let the whole waiver thing pass and grab a free agent in a given week and then let your uh, waiver wire climb up to the top that way when something big happens you're ready to pounce and dave um not uh toot our own horn beep beep but what were a couple of the uh quarterbacks you told the peoples to pick up last week yeah we mentioned cj stroud he had 249 yards and a touchdown along with two rushing yards not to mention sam howell dude lit it up in a shootout there against the bears 388 yards two touchdowns one pick 19 rush yards and a two-pointer for howell dude so yeah, if you're out there listening, you might be uh, picking up on some good stuff. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I'm running back McLaughlin, not Sarah, Jaleel. He had 89 scrimmage <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Yep. And Cole Komet, this guy sat around floating forever. Cookie Monsters end up picking him up, 42 receiving yards and a touchdown. I mentioned the bye weeks, Dave, on the Packers and the Steelers. Why only two this week? Donks. Come on, it's NFL. Weird. Yeah, it's they- weird. I mean, it's. It should start with four and stay with four consistently. 
Yeah, would, they could uh, eliminate those buys late in the fantasy season. I think they come in like week 13 or 14, something lame. Yeah. Now, totally. uh, mixing a little reality in here, there were some injuries at the quarterback last week, so you might be shopping there on this list. Yeah, if you happen to be riding uh, Indianapolis Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson, you know, with his running and throwing kind of uh, dual impact there, he had a uh, sprained AC joint, unfortunately. He's going to miss some time. It could even be uh, he was it was it was a grade three sprain and they might uh, put him on injured reserve so that they're toying with that right now. So what that means is, of course, Gardner. That's right. The mustache Gardner Minshew's coming out to play. And this is this guy's a gamer, folks. So uh, you might end up, uh, you know, landing this dude and riding him out for a good spell of time. Uh, and who knows how long he's going to be going, but. He knows how to put some stats together. Yeah, dude. And what about um, Baker Mayfield, baby? Hosting those Detroit Lions coming off the bye week. Going to have to score some points if you're messing with those Lions. So um, I like Bake this week. Why not? All right. Not bad. All right, Dave. What about running back? More injuries here. Yeah, very, (laughs) excuse me, unfortunate situation with the Cardinals running back, James Conner, who's been really running hard. He's such a physical dude. He's expected to miss multiple weeks with a knee injury there. And Keontae Ingram has also missed the last two games. Not sure of his status, but rookie Imari DeMarcado came in for uh, for the guys there. And uh, he got 10 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. So, um, you know, he looks like he's going to have a chance to be a pretty big uh, uh, part of the equation there. They also did claim Tony Jones off waivers from the Saints. Who knows how quickly he can get acclimated. But uh, if you... If you want to take a long-term look at at him, he, he might be. He's a pretty good back, so he might find a nice role over there, it, depending on how long Connor has to be um, on the shelf. And what's going on with the Dolphins situation? Well, dude, very disappointing situation for the speedster rookie, Devon Achan, dude. Knee injury, uh, and they are not sure what's going to go on there, how long that's going to take, but it's going to be a handful of weeks, it looks like, for sure. Uh, meanwhile, Raheem Mostart, hey, he's back in action, even though he's been there. It doesn't seem like he he looks like, he looks like the forgotten guy since he got those four touchdowns in the first half of their 70-20 to 20 whooping of the Broncos. But I digress again at a sheer pleasure. Uh, here's another guy, though, Jeff Wilson Jr. coming back um, from being injured there. He's going to be that next guy up uh, after Mostert. So, uh, he sounds you, like a little guy. <laughs> Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah, he is a, he's a junior. So <laughs> Speaking of little guys, dude, I love Tajay Spears, the rookie oh, yeah. out of Tulane. He's starting to get more of that market share with the King. Such a different skill set. Um, really Definitely. starting to flash. Last week he had his best game as a pro, and I think there is more to come in that direction. Dave, man, injuries everywhere. Moving on to the wide receiver position. This is the most brutal out of all those cats. Yeah, no doubt about it. Minnesota Vikings receiver Justin Jefferson suffered the hammy injury late in the game uh, against the Chiefs. He did not come back. And needless to say, uh, they are considering, in fact, planning on putting him on to injured reserve. So that being uh, the case, he would obviously miss at least four games. But we know hammies, they can linger even longer. Keenan Allen had one last year. 
that thing lasted like nine, 10 weeks before he was able to go. You can't risk it. So Jefferson is going to be on the shelf for a while. Guess what? Addison, of course, is probably rostered up in most leagues there, the rookie sensation. But how about K.J. Osborne looking to get an increased role there? He's suddenly the veteran go-to guy, and he's putting together a pretty good season as the third option kind of there. Now give him more targets. Looks like he'll probably see uh, some more fantasy points come his way. Osborne seems like a perfect fit with the Purple Sabbath, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm yeah, looking I'm at, and I hate to do it, though, is Curtis Samuel for these dirty commandos, man. The last couple of weeks been playing really solid. Yeah. Um, it's not been week to week, but as Sam Howell gets a little bit better, he's uh, distributing that ball with a little more judiciously through that receiving core there. Yeah. All right, Dave, what about the tight ends? Ooh, I'll tell you what, dude. Let's take a look at these tight ends because, bam. They're toit and they're ending. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've mentioned Donald Parham, but he got banged up a little bit there with the wrist. So he didn't. I didn't think he was in the game last week necessarily, but he is a red zone um, threat there. Uh, for Arizona, you've got Zach Ertz, who is a guy that has, you know, I think he was a little banged up earlier in the season. He seems to be coming along right now. He's available uh, in our league. So. Uh, a couple of options there to peer, uh, to to pick from there. Oh yeah, Dawson Knox. He is questionable for the uh, Bills. I like that. But going back to the Commandos, dude. Logan Thomas had an awesome game on Thursday night in that loss to the Bears. But he seems like um, he's getting a lot of looksies there from Howell. So um, yeah, I don't know if you want to double up on commandos. That doesn't sound like crazy good <laughs> advice, but yeah, I've heard right. worse. <laughs> yeah, and they are going against Atlanta, who, you know, maybe it's a decent matchup, right? Let's put it yeah. that way. All right, Dave, what about defense? Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sort of their team, it seems to be rounding into shape in general. Speaking in our league, they're one of the higher scoring teams that is still available, and they got a matchup this weekend against Indy which will obviously feature uh, Gardner Minshew, who you also picked up uh, based on my advice earlier in the show. <laughs> yeah, baby, do it. And on these defenses, you know, maybe I don't feel great about it, but what about these Los Angeles Rams hosting the Arizona Cardinals? Um, desperate mm. Rams, they need to get a W and – you know, when the Cardinals come to town, even though they're playing well, that's usually pretty good for what ails you. I am going with the Rams. All right. Not bad with Aaron Donald's attack, right? That's right. Hey, you got questions? We got answers. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or footballdudesla at gmail.com. We got you, people. <laughs> yeah, make sure you subscribe to the Trend Zone podcast each and every week of the NFL season. We're talking top trending stories, and we preview all the top games in the NFL. That's the trend zone that is available on Wednesday evenings. Yeah, and you can get that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Now, Amazon Music. We're everywhere, baby. <laughs> or just head on over to footballdudes.com. We'll help you dominate your fantasy league and make your NFL picks for each week. Taking care of the people, Dave. We're doing the work, man. We're doing the heavy lifting over here. That's right. 
We make it so your life is a little bit easier. Thank you for listening to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football. And may your reality and your fantasy meld into one Extronomical Football Weekend. We are out of here. Thank you.